Yo. Yo, what's up, dude? Mm, it's just gonna be us two. Oh, Puerto Ricans are coming. Uh, I didn't invite him, but um, I'll I'll talk to him. I'm I'm, I'm planning on having him do like a, uh, a recap slash like features like slash news like uh, typecast. You know. All right, word. And then and then for this podcast, um, I'm gonna be doing. I'm going to be doing breakdowns and you're going to be playing devil's advocate. You're just like a guest in, on my chair, you know, just making comments, you know, telling me what your thoughts are from a nerd perspective and whatnot. So just, you know, you just sit tight and just kind of, you know, be, be a guest, do, do what a guest does. Fuck up and listen. I got you, bro. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's the game. So, yep. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, um, ready to begin? Yeah, let's rock. Rent free MMA. This is the betting podcast living in your head rent free now. We are going to be breaking down UFC on ESPN 9. I don't even know what number it is anymore these days. It's ESPN um, 9, yeah. Yeah, whatever whatever it is. Uh, Tyrone Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Um, this card is looking a little light. However, the main the main event does look pretty good to me. Um, like from a like from a fan perspective, like if you look at this entire card, there's not really like many names on here. Um, yeah, not a lot of big names. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. But um, luckily for us, uh, anyone who's listening to this um, don't really care about the names. We're looking at uh, betting opportunities. So um, as far as betting opportunities, have you looked this card? Have you looked at this card and seen anything at all? Yeah, I got I got quite a few leans. There's okay. no plays. There's no plays that I want to like unload on. But yeah. OK. Um, for myself, um, there's a lot of um, question marks regarding a lot of uh, picks. So um I might have like maybe two or three picks. Uh, I'll, I'll reveal them as we go. Um, so first off, that's uh, you know w- w- what we do here. We break down the fights from the prelims all the way up to the main uh, main event, and uh, break down the skill sets and analyze and how they match up together. So uh, let's let's begin. Uh, the first fight of the night is going to be a bantamweight fight: Vince Morales versus Chris Gutierrez. Uh, the odds are even; they're one ten apiece. Um, from what I understand is uh, <clears throat> Chris Gutierrez is a much much more of a kickboxer and Vince Morales is, is more of a boxer. And um, that's pretty much how the fight's going to go. Like, who, who's going to impose their game? Like, who's, who, is Morales going to, you know, work his boxing or is Chris Gutierrez going to work his uh, kicking at range? And we really don't know. So... It, I, I, this this fight, I, I I originally, you know, when I first saw it, I, I thought I was gonna okay, that's gonna be an automatic over. So that's my initial uh, my initial thought. And if anybody knows me, I love taking overs. However, that over is currently sitting at like three twenty or something like that, which is <laughs> you know, not something I'm willing to play. You know, um, I did, however, get the fight goes to decision at negative two thirty uh, when the odds had just opened. Um, so I did play that. Um, however, like this fight, like dude, no, nobody's really gonna know who's gonna win this fight. Like to be honest, like, like you can't be heavy on e- on either side because I think I've mentioned this before. Like it's not really up to us to try and analyze this fight, you know, trying to pick break down the X's and O's and, and figure out who's gonna win this fight. But it's really up to the three judges sitting in the ringside, and 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 that's pretty much the fate of these, these these two guys like who's gonna win this fight is it's up to the three judges because it's gonna be a close fight it's gonna be a split decision either way so i mean again like i said the over is is probably the pick but um it's pretty expensive so it's just not something i would recommend um somebody laying the juice on but um that's that's pretty much it for this fight um just chris, chris gutierrez um I, i'm actually leaning towards him because uh chris uh he's got he's, he's got some really good like uh, low kicks and Vince Morales, when he fought uh, what is it, Benito Lopez in his last fight, he was getting his leg chopped in that fight. And uh, Morales, like I said, he's a he's a really really good boxer, but he's very very uh, heavy on that front leg, and he didn't really adjust much when Benito was chopping his leg down. And um, you know, Chris, he, he he's he, he's really um, he's really good with those low calf kicks as well. So. You know, if, if Chris is able to land like a couple of hard ones there, I, I could see, you know, that um, kind of slowing Morales down and really fucking with his uh, his movement, you know. So yeah. that's actually – so I'm actually going to lean Chris Gutierrez here. Have you uh, have you looked in this one, into this one yet? Yeah, I watched I watched a bit of tape on each each guy, and I agree with what you're saying. I think 
I think it's like like you said, it's going to be a very close fight. It's almost surely going to end up in the hands of the judges. I'll be so surprised mm-hmm. if this finishes in the distance somehow. I just feel yeah. like I feel like Gutierrez is just like tougher. Like he's he's more blood and guts. I think he's physically probably a bit stronger. So I think I think he's going to win a decision. But like you say, it'll be close enough that like. Either you know the judges are so bad it could go either way, but I think Guterres yeah. will. I think Guterres will win the fight. Yeah, and and you know what? And uh, you know, looking at Chris Gutierrez's record, like I see there's a lot of split decisions on his record, and, and I'm guessing that's the only kind of thing I'm. It's kind of scaring me off, and I'm the, what what I'm assuming is that you know he doesn't very he doesn't pressure very much, and he's like kind of content to really stay at range and just throw a ton of feints. You know, like he's he's always feinting that front kick. He's he's feinting like pretty much everything. Like he. He switches stances a lot. He's um, like uh, like eighty percent of the time he's fainting, you know. Then then he throws, and because he he does that so much, like he likes his space and he doesn't ever like push the pace. Guys are able to like just uh, what I'm assuming is guys are just able to push the pace on him and and kind of like get him to move backwards, and and that's why maybe some judges kind of gave him some split decisions on his record. So not not something you can really rely on because um you know I could easily see Vince Morales like. You know, there's a 10-second clapper comes on, and Vince comes out with you know combinations. Um, you know, the end of the end of the round, and next thing you know, you know, Judge saw that you know, in the last 10 seconds, and gave him the round. You know, totally. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. And, and and Vince, like he he could be a very good like, like like I, I see a lot of good like uh, fundamentals in him. Like he's got a really good overhand right. He's got a great jab. He's got you know he's he's fundamentally sound when it comes to the boxing, and, and he goes to the body. He he throws in combinations. Um, especially when he moves forward, like he, he, he throws, you know, four or five punch combinations, but after he's done, he, he just backs off and resets. Yeah. And so like, you know, he, he, he can, he at time can be very, uh, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, like, like he just lets off the gas, just like both of these guys. Yeah. I feel like both of them can kind of just sit back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's split decision either way. Um, um, but both of them are pretty decent fighters. I, I like I like uh, I like both guys' games, but um, I I don't see either guy like moving up too higher too high up in the ladder at, at bantamweight just because of their limitations, you know. Yeah. Like Chris Gutierrez, he doesn't have much of a ground game. Like he, he has a couple, you know, he he can he can do some get ups. Like I remember him um, getting taken down by uh, Rayoni Barcelos and him throwing elbows off the ground and cutting Barcelos open. So, um, yeah, Gutierrez, he's a dangerous dude, you know, with with his um, you know, his kicks if he lands them, but. Um, yeah, this pretty decent fight. Uh, so yeah, lean on Gutierrez, but most likely the over. All right, moving up. So we have uh, Casey Kenny versus Luis Smoka. This is uh, contested at flyweight, I believe. Um, Casey Kenny is negative two seventy. The comeback on Luis Smoka is plus two thirty. Um, odds are pretty damn wide. Um, however, I do expect Casey Kenny to out wrestle and outstrike Lewis Smoker here. Uh, but those, those odds are a bit too wide, and um, I wouldn't recommend laying juice on negative 270 on on a, on a flyweight fight where two guys are just going to be... Like, you know, anytime I see flyweights fight, it's always like, at least 60-70% of the time, it, the, the way I play, it plays out in my head is like two squirrels fighting over a net. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Because flyweights, they're not, they're not that, they're 125 pounds, you know, they're, they're called flyweights for a reason, and, and you don't see very often that one flyweight holds one, the other flyweight down, you know, they're always yeah. scrambling, they're always moving around, they have high right. energy, so it's, it's not, <clears throat> it's not very often you see a guy laying, laying, praying each other, so um, I think this is the same case, you know, I, I see Smoker, you know, squirming out of bad positions, and putting himself in a bad position, which is the reason why I think he's going to lose this fight. But, you know, putting himself in a bad position, getting out, scrambling, yada, yada, this and that. Um, so, yeah, my, my pick is going to be Casey Kenny. Um, Casey, uh, he's, he's got some really good wrestling. Um, uh, I mean, they both have similar skill sets. I mean, they're, they're decent. They're okay strikers. They're, they're, they're mainly, you know, grapplers. But, um, yeah, I just I see Casey Kenny just uh, um, getting better positioning over Smoker, who uh, tends to put himself in bad positions. And, um, yeah, uh, and then I think Casey Kenny is actually a pretty decent striker himself. Um, so uh, I, I think he has him uh, beat there as well. So the over is pretty safe as well. However, it's, it's pretty juiced out at negative 265. So, 
you know, I don't know about that one, but uh, I'll, I'll take Case Kenny by decision. I think that price that prop is at negative one eighteen, which is kind of lame as well. But man, what are you gonna do about it? You know, juiced out. Yeah, word. Yeah, like, do you have a lean on that one at all? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Casey Kenny's the right side. Like, he's probably gonna win, but that yeah, price seventy though. Yeah, the price <laughs> is crazy. I can't bet it. And there's so much <laughs> questions around Smolka. Like, I feel like he kind of peaked. And now he's, I don't know where his head is at. Like, I feel like mentally there's some question marks with him. Um, I really like, I really like, uh, what's the other guy's name? Kenny. I really like Kenny's yeah. game. Like, I respect his game so much. Like, he's, he's good everywhere. He, he just took that L to Dashvili, which obviously, like, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it was a close fight. But, yeah, I think Kenny wins. But, I, yeah, I'm not sure how to bet it. Probably the over safe, but I, like I just yeah. part of me, part of me wants to bet Smolka. Bet Smolka because I'm like this guy's this kid's game. Like he, if he, yeah, he is. Like, game. He's always if, game. If Smolka shows up and it's like his mind is in it and he's been training so hard and Kenny, Kenny's on an off night, like Smolka could win. Yeah. Like nobody, no, actually, but it, like they're still game. It's like you said, the fight, these fights at at um flyweight, it's it's going to be close, but but. uh yeah, so I, I agree with the line, but I just think it's too much disrespect a little bit. Yeah, you know what, too? And, and if you're, if, like, w- what what if Casey Kenny comes in here with not, with not the best training camp, and what if he does gas out eventually? And, like, you know, what if he, what if he does gas out, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then Smoka, you know, comes out with a dogged game and, and, you know, ends up, you know, doing something, you know, flashy at the last 10 seconds or something like that, like that you know? So, yeah. who knows, you know? It's, it's not a good price. To play at, but Smoka by decision is plus one. If he does win, it's it's that. But he's like Smoka's like when I first saw him and started following him, I was high on him, and then I realized like, oh wait, he's not that good. But like when he's on, he's fucking on. That's the yeah, thing. he's aggressive. He very he's super good when he's on, but then when he's not on, he's just gonna gonna lose. So it's, it could go either way. Yeah. So yeah, if, if he does win, it's 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 his aggression and uh, plus one hundred. That's that's uh, his decision line. So. That's not something I would sleep on. So, all right, moving on. So we have a flyweight fight between uh, Brandon Royval versus Tim Elliott, and uh, Tim Elliott is on a bit of a slide. He is on. Uh, let's see here. He's on a two fight. With, well, it's not too bad. I mean, the UFC likes him. I don't. I don't see how he could have any. Um, you know. I, I think he's still got some job security. So Tim Elliott's the favorite. He's negative one seventy. Uh, the the newcomer Roy Val is at plus one fifty. Uh, we know what Tim Elliott does. You know he's a wild man. He's another guy who's a really good wrestler, but he's not the type to hold guys down. Just like I said, flyweight fights. These guys yeah. that aren't holding each other down. They're they're actually actively scrambling and and, and moving and two fight these two squirrels fighting over a net. Yeah, exactly. And I expect this fight to play out the exact same way. Two squirrels fighting over a net and. Um, Tim Elliott has the better wrestling here, but Roy Val is the type of guy that's going to welcome uh, the fight off of his back. He's extremely aggressive with, you know, arm bars and, and, and um, rubber guard and, and just all types of shit off his back. And um, he's a pretty dangerous dude. And um, I, I think I could, I think this fight should actually be negative 110 apiece. Um, and uh, so, I mean, theoretically, I mean, there's some value on Roy Val here at plus 150. However, um, um, yeah, this this is a really close fight, and I really don't know who's going to win this fight. So, um, for the sake of dog odds, uh, I'm going to go with Roy Val, but I'm not really putting too much on it. Like, if, if I, I'd probably put some action play on this, but I'm, I'm not going to put anything significant on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, both guys are, are going to be play, wanting to – like, Roy Val, he's a da- like I said, he's a dangerous guy because, um, you know, he's, he's going to throw with, like, recklessness because you know if guys take him down he doesn't really mind guys taking him down just because how dangerous he is off his back so i can see him you know just really just um you know throwing haymakers and or or throwing you know some really uh, bad intent full shots and uh you know tim elliott has a really good chin you know he when he fought asker askaroff uh askaroff i I thought he i thought he had him out you remember that right i know i don't remember what happened yeah so i think askar hit him with a huge shot and then i think tim elliott went out for a second and then before he could hit the floor, he just woke himself back up and just got himself back in there. So this guy is one tough son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> um, and, and he's a really big flyweight, too. So, I mean, that, that could play out in this fight if, 
if uh, you know Elliot's able to kind of have his way with uh, Roy Val on the ground, and um, if he can nullify his guard, you know, so that that that's kind of a way he could win, possibly by decision. Um, but there's a you know Roy Val, like I said, he's very dangerous, so very uh, close fight. So that those are my thoughts on that one. Yeah, I definitely like Roy Val by the, uh, not by decision, just his money line, like plus one fifty. I feel like that's like straight. I favor Roy Val to win straight up. Like I feel like. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I feel like if you, if you look at Tim Elliott's career, his what is he fifteen and ten? You know he had his shot at DJ, he lost. Yeah, he's very inconsistent. So like, I feel like he's kind of just like a carnival fighter now. Like I feel like he peaked, and he probably in it, you know his some his subconscious mind he knows like okay, like he's had a few losses, he's probably on his way out, kind of. Whereas I feel like Roy Val's on the other side. This kid is hungry. He's into the UFC. Twenty seven years old. Yeah, twenty seven years old. He's like he's hungry. He wants blood. You know what I mean. And some some of the tape I watched on this kid, like his finishes are, are awesome. Like I watched a great armbar. I watched a standing finish. But he fought Casey Kenny. Oh yeah, he took an L to Casey in a, Kenny in a five round fight. Which which, which honestly a... is probably a good thing. Like when you go five rounds with Casey Kenny, like I've got so much respect for Kenny. That's nothing but good. Like he probably took a lesson. That was that was a lesson. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, I like Noivol to win. Like it, obviously, like you said, the squirrel over and that thing is hundred percent true. The judges, who fucking knows? But but I like I like this kid. When I watched tape on him, I was like, fuck, I like this kid, man. Like he, you think, oh, he's only BJJ, and maybe his stand up sucks, but he's he's dangerous on the feet too. So I'm high on mm-hmm. him. Like uh, it's yeah, you can't make a big bet, but at plus one fifty, fuck, I'm on Royval all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the odds are. Like I said, I, I think they should be even, so that's, that's my opinion. So, Word. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on, we have... Uh, who's, who's on here? Who's next? Um, uh, Clifton Abreu versus... This is a, a light heavyweight, but Clifton Abreu versus uh, Jamal Hill. The odds on that is pretty pretty close to evens. Uh, Jamal Hill is negative 120, and Abreu is plus 100. Wait, his name's not Jamal Hill. It's... Jam- Jamahal. <laughs> Jamahal. Just, just call him Jamal, bro. Come on, man. Nobody, nobody Come got, on, nobody got man. time for that extra H, bro. Just call him Bruh. Jamal. <laughs> His mama. Come on, bro. Just call him Jamama Hill. Jamama. Jamama Hill. I'm, I'm going to call him Jamama Hill. <laughs> Jamama. Jamama named you Jamama. Anyways, I'm just going to call him Jamal Hill. I'm not going to call him. Uh, that's kind of disrespectful, but whatever. Uh, Hill. Is um, you know I I, I uh, you know watching him on tape on on like some YouTube fights I I thought okay this guy's only been in the fight game for like two three years he's pretty green he's um you know I question his ground game and things like that and when he made his debut he actually looked pretty good to me um he he he, he fought like kind of like a veteran and um you know he's he's lanky he's long he he. he he uh he doesn't throw too hard. He he actually he throws like a in like a high volume, like a high paced uh um you know, striking fight and um he, he looks pretty good to me and um and, and he's got a really really hard uh, like he he's pretty tough. Like he's he's got a really uh, rock solid chin and uh that's actually pretty a, a good trait to have at at, at a two oh five or it's it's two oh five. Yeah, it's two oh five. Yeah, that's a good trait to have. Like you don't really have to be necessarily like that skilled at two oh five. You just gotta be really like um um well yeah two five two five one eighty five and up is, is, is they're really weird divisions you know like you can kind of get away with like certain attributes and uh jamal hill he, he's, he's got the chin for it and he's got the length he's, he's he's got some good cardio and throws a lot of volume so i, I could definitely see him um, hanging out in the ufc and getting some winter uh fitson abreu on the other hand he is a uh, brazilian dude uh, both of these guys are actually southpaws i believe um, Abreu is a jiu-jitsu fighter. He's, he's got some serviceable stand-up. Um, he's a really, really tough dude. I remember him getting cracked in the nose by uh, Uncle Ayev, and he still just kept coming forward and, and you know, doing his thing. And they're, and they're both pretty young. They're both, like, similar. Abreu uh, is actually a younger guy. He's 27 years old, and he's got, like, uh, he's been fighting for eight years. You know, he's been fighting since he was a teenager, and Jamal Hill has been only pro for three years. So definitely a... Uh, experience discrepancy here but you know jamal uh, like i said i, I kind of like him he's uh he's, he fights kind of like a veteran um very close fight it's really hard to tell how this fight's gonna go but i i i 
like it's, the odds are even for a reason. And I, I, I see Jamal Hill uh, maybe either winning by decision or Abreu will um, either find a submission somewhere in this fight or maybe edge out a split decision himself. So um, really close fight. I, I don't, I, I can't really pick a, a winner here. So uh, I mean, if there's, I mean, just to look at some odds here, maybe uh, uh, Abreu by no scorecard, no action. That's at negative one forty-five. So um, I think if the fight finishes, it's because Abreu like land, like gets on got gets on his back and you know gets the rear naked choke or something. Yeah. But uh, Jamal, you know, he's not a, he's not a big puncher, so he, you know he's more of a volume guy. And like I said, Abreu is a pretty tough guy. You know, he went three rounds with um, Ankalaev. He fought another Russian dude who um, he lost to by split decision, a 14-0 Russian dude, who I thought he actually could have won that fight too. So, um, you know, Abreu is a pretty good fighter. Um, what's, is there a, an Abreu decision line here? Uh, 257. Okay, that's pretty decent as well. So, um, yeah, very, 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 very close fight. So, um, hard to really lean either way. Yeah, I kind of like, I, I want to bet. Clidson Abreu because I like him like I, he's like BJJ guy and like he seems cool but at the same time I, I think Jamal Hill's gonna win because he he's just he's kind of like he's almost like a poor man's when I was watching him I was thinking about um, Leota Machida he's kind of like a poor man's Machida like he, he's very good at distance and he kind of pause and he keeps distance and then he'll strike but he, he's very like his distance awareness is very good he looks like he he's more active than Machida, that's for sure Machida's more of a counter striker but he's got actually he actually throws first which i was which is what i kind of like he doesn't wait he actually throws first yeah and i think this this fight all comes down to uh bruce takedowns like because he, he's a bjj guy so if, if he can yeah. get him down and i'm making some assumptions about jamal hill because he's he's like a black guy and he's a striker so i'm assuming his jiu-jitsu is not good i don't know if that's true but like he's a guy who has no sub wins, he almost only boxes. So I'm assuming right. his his I mean, jujitsu is not that good. So it's like if I feel like if Abreu could get him down, he probably can sub this guy. But I don't know. Yeah, you know. So, so, so I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like again, he's only been a pro for three years. Like I'm, you know, it, it you know how long it takes to get a black belt, in, or or you know just like, good, work your the game, up, you know yeah. that high, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I. I it's kind of interesting because I, I've seen Abreu like duck under punches and, and, and shoot like a double leg and, and really catch guys, you know, like reaching. But I, I don't think Jamal is the type of guy who reaches that far exactly, out. And really exactly. Throws, like, yeah. hard shots. So it's going to be hard to catch him off guard, you know, with the, like a, you know, getting underneath his, his legs and, and taking him down from there, but, which I don't doubt that Clidson Abreu can do. You know, I can see him getting to the back. Um, but um, it, it won't be easy. So, um, man, it's going to be a really close. I'm, I'm just guessing it might be a close fight. But if the fight does finish, I think it's a Abreu getting the submission. So, yeah. The, yeah. So. I don't. One other thing I don't like about Abreu is his fitness. Like, he, he always looks soft to me. He's big. He kind of gasses out, too. Uh, so, I, I, I want to see him on the scale. Like, if he comes in looking amazing, then I'm going to – it's going to be a question mark for me. But, like, if he looks normal, like, kind of soft, I think Jamal is just a way better athlete, and I think he's going to pop, pop, move, pop, pop. It, it's going to be it's going to be a Bray who has to find the takedown and find the sub. And if he doesn't, yeah. I think Jamal just stick and moves him like all night. Yeah, like sticks him. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like one of my big seat principles as well, and when it comes to betting, is like if if there's a guy that's that has the better ground game, like usually there are like they should be favored. And in this case, Bray has a much better ground game, so like. Ideally, I, I'd probably want to be betting on Brady, but there's, I don't know, something in the back of my head just tells me that it's going to be like a really odd, like heavyweight fight, and, and I just can't get myself to do it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. My gut my gut tells me Jamal's going to win. Like, I, I just don't think Abreu is yeah, like, for he's some like reason, athletic enough. Like, his physical, look at his body. He's, he just doesn't look athletic. Like, he doesn't dive in, grab that double leg, get him down to the ground. He's, I think after round one, Abreu's going to be a bit gas, and Jamal is—he's got those fucking yeah. black athlete genes. Like he's going to go all day. <laughs> black athleticism, black athleticism, dude, for yeah. real, dude. But you know, you know, just thinking back, um, Darko Stosic actually got Jamal Hill down like a, 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 several times. He just couldn't really hold him down. Yeah, you know, because Jamal was kind of hustling. You know, he hustles like when he when he's on his back, he hustles back to his yeah. feet. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, um. You know, Abreu, I mean, man, Abreu's uh, been choking dude, like, Russian dudes out on the Russian circuit. And, um, 
you know, like who knows? Maybe he might be able to catch that that submission. So yeah, um, I, I'm gonna kick myself in the feet if Brady does get him down and and shows his uh, BJJ superior uh, superiority, whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> dominance. I don't, I don't, I'm like kicking myself. Like, I don't right, think, he, I think yeah, I don't think he gets him down. But if he does get him down, Jamal's probably gonna be in some trouble, man. Yeah, yeah. If if Bray lands on top and and he's like working his game, like he's like yeah, Jamal Hill's in trouble. You know? Big trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a light heavyweight fight. You know who knows. Um, no, no strong line either way. So yeah. All right, moving on. We have a what? Okay, this, I guess this is a new fight they're adding in. Um, Daniel Rodriguez versus some new guy. What's his name here? Um. Fill me in at all, or you know who this guy is? No, that's the uh, one guy that I didn't really know about on this card. Like it was Gabriel Green. I don't, I don't really. Gabriel know. Green. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who he is. I haven't had a chance to look him up yet, so um, it's not really much I could add. Looking at his record, he has two knockout losses: one to Jalen Turner, who, um, and then another dude. Um, he looks like a finisher, though. He's got nine finishes on his record, so all of his this guy's fights um, has finished. So 100. percent uh, Rodriguez was supposed to fight. Uh, oh boy, um, the quick turnaround cat that we like. Um, what's his name, man? The black guy. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> our, our boy, the freaking. Uh, I'm, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. Rodriguez was supposed to fight. Um, the guy who. Oh my god, the funny guy. I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You know this. This is killing me. Right, I'm gonna look this up real quick. Um, whatever his name is, I bet you people at home like, man, come on, man, you know this. <laughs> he fought last week, bro. <laughs> come on, he fought like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know who you mean, bro. So this is a replacement fight. So Gabriel Green is replacing this black guy, who ah, that's killing me here. Um, okay, so let's just let's the name will come to me in the middle of this. So uh, Rodriguez, he looks like a really good fighter, actually. Um, like um, he's he's kind of coming into the game a little old, though. He's thirty three years old, but uh, you know he seems like a guy who has a lot of life experience. Um, I think I read somewhere that he uh, um, was incarcerated at one point. So uh, he, he, you know, just kind of feeling his vibe a little bit. Like he seems like one of those like um, he he seems like a hood dude. You know, like a like a uh, you know like he he's seen he's he's seen his, he's seen some shit. You know, in his life. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, like you know, you know those type of guys, and uh, you know, like kind of like a Mike Perry vibe to him, you know. And he's got some really good boxing. Yeah, I really like his boxing, and uh, it looks like he's got some good jiu-jitsu too, because uh, he, you know, he caught a guillotine on him, uh, Tim Means after uh, you know cracking him. So um, you know, I like what I see from him, and uh, I actually, uh, fuck, what is this dude's name? Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, yeah. yeah um... I, I like Rodriguez, like his boxing. Kevin Holland. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to fight Kevin Holland. Oh, okay. And I was kind of mad at the game. I really like Kevin Holland, but I really, really like this Daniel Rodriguez dude too. Because I remember after seeing him finish uh, Tim Means, like, hey, I'm going to actually bet this Daniel Rodriguez guy next time. I actually like his game. Um, but then when he got matched up with uh, Kevin Holland, like, oh, crap. Like two guys that I actually kind of like, kind of like. But, um, uh, now that they're not fighting anymore, uh, yeah, man, this, uh, this fight could probably finish. Uh, I'm guessing Rodriguez is probably going to knock this dude out. You know, this guy only had, what, a couple of days notice, so um, don't really know much about him, so I can't really say much about it, so, yeah. Yeah, I liked Rodriguez going into the means fight. Like, I, I was I was kind of, like, betting Rodriguez because I was like, oh, he mm-hmm. can find a way to win, and he was, like, a steep dog. And yeah, he, he, did, he did it, man. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm a Rodriguez fan now until he until he shows me yeah. he's not the guy. Like he just is very calm. That's the thing. He's a little older, right? So he, he doesn't have that youth and athleticism, but he's very comfortable in the pocket. He's very comfortable striking. Like he, he's just calm and collected. Yeah. And and I like that. Like he's he's he looks like he has a life a life a lot of life experience. That's what it seems exactly. Like. Word. I agree. You know, so he's not, he's not... He, he's, he's, not stressed. Like, he's in the middle of a fight, but he's not stressed about it. He's just fighting, you know? So the one concern is maybe his gas tank. Like, he might not – like, he's – I don't know how well he's going to do in deep waters, but, yeah, I'm going to be riding – what's the price on 
on Rodriguez. I like him to win, but I didn't even look at his price. It's major, major. It's it's pretty high, like oh, 400. No, no, I'm not betting him at minus 360. Wow. It's way <laughs> yeah, closer yeah. than that, but I do yeah. like him. But I, I don't know that much about the other kids. So, yeah. like, Green might be yeah. pumped up to fight in the UFC and find a way to win. You know, plus 300, now I'm looking at Green, man. <laughs> That's so steep, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, like uh, I remember when when he was fighting, you know, I'm I'm a really big Tim Means fan, and when the fight, when I was watching tape on the Rodriguez cat, I was like, damn, like I love Tim Means and all, but like I'm not gonna bet this fight. Like I I I actually I I wanted to put some money on Rodriguez, but like I couldn't put myself to do it just because I kind of you know I'm, I'm a, I don't know why I'm a fan of Tim Means so much, but um yeah, just looking at his fights, like damn, this guy's gonna give us, like he he could he could up get get the upset here, you know. And, yeah, and there you go. You got the upset at like plus two fifty or something. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's not really much to say. You know, nobody really knows much about this other cat. I mean, unless you do. So, but uh, yeah, I, I I like Daniel Rodriguez here. So he'll probably win this fight. All right, moving on. We uh, what the hell? Okay, a female fight that's gonna be headlining the prelims here. You know how. Whenever they have like female fights, like some low level females like headlining over that shit, like it just grinds my ears, dude. Caitlin <laughs> uh, Chukagian versus Antonina Shevchenko, the less talented sister. Um, <laughs> just, watch this fight, dude. Like, true, dude. I'm not even going to break this shit down. Like, it's two bums fighting. That's, that's, that's all that matters. The odds are negative 130 for Shevchenko. Uh, Chuk, 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 whatever, whatever the fuck her name is. It's plus 110. Um, the fight's gonna go to decision. You know, Chukagian likes to punch air, kick air, and uh, Chevchenko doesn't have much of a ground game. However, she did get an armbar in her last fight again uh, against that one chick. Um, so maybe you know, maybe her ground game is improving. You know, working with her sister. So um, Chukagian went and uh, tried to pull guard on the on Valentina and ended <laughs> up uh, getting her ass beat. Like. What the fuck is wrong with her? Like, what the fuck? Who, who like her strategy in in a fucking title fight was the pull guard, bro. Like, and she's not even a guard puller; she's an air puncher. Like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like that, that's her her master plan. Oh like, fuck, dude! Fuck with that shit. Like, man, I'm not even. I'm, any thoughts on this one? You know, I agree with you. This is some bullshit fight, like that I don't care about really. But minus one, minus five fifty on the over. That's probably one of the steepest yeah. overs I've ever seen. <laughs> minus 550 dude most girls fight they're yeah. like minus 300 or something minus 550 that is so steep like welcome yeah. to the juice era boy yep she's ugly <laughs> if Chukagian can wrestle then then i could see her like winning this fight but uh i don't, I don't think i've seen her wrestle before so uh whatever maybe uh, look i agree i don't want to break down this fight i don't care that much i don't care that yeah. much but like i feel like Chukagian seems to win a lot of fights that's all i'm gonna say like you know she seems to find ways to win and i don't know why i don't think she's good but like she just wins a lot so yeah. i don't know but yeah i have no clues in this fight yeah all right so let's uh we'll keep pushing that ugly highlighter <laughs> oh, okay so we have mckenzie dern versus hannah cyphers um also a kind of a low-level fight here i mean like dern has Something you know, she does have the jujitsu. So, uh, Dern is the heaviest favorite on this card. I think she's negative four forty. Come back on Cipher is plus three fifty. Um, the fight will either end up like Dern. She has, she she's got she's got she's got an overhand right, and that's pretty much all she has when it comes to the striking. Yeah. Um, but other than that, she's probably gonna try to take you down. Um, you know, do what it do. You know, catch the ready to choke or what whatnot. That's probably what's either gonna happen here. She's either gonna like land that overhand right, get her to the ground and choke her out, or she's gonna like spend three rounds trying to be a striker or of some sort or something. I don't know, and ends up winning a decision. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, Cyphers, she's. I mean, I think I've seen her. She has a pretty decent right hand as well, but that's pretty much all she throws is the right hand and um doesn't really have much on the ground. So. Um, I'm guessing Dern's probably either going to win by this by submission or decision. Yeah, the only thing that has my attention is the plus three fifty on Hannah Cyphers. Like I'm like, why in the fuck not? Why like, the fuck yeah, not? Like I'm like, okay, this is a girl fight. Like anything can happen in there, man. It's going to be ugly. Like I, Hannah Cyphers is, is not. There's there's nothing to write home about there. But 
fucking plus 350? That's a good price, yeah. man. Like, I want to bet that. I went to a split decision with um, another girl that's not very good. Um, let's see, what's, what's the name? Uh, what the fuck is she? Uh, what is it? Ashley Yoder. She went to a split decision with Ashley Yoder. Yeah. So, like, there you go. Split decision, decision with fucking Ashley Yoder? Yeah. Like, who the fuck is Ashley Yoder? Like, this, this yeah, like, so. yeah. That, the other thing that's crazy is the over is minus 135, over one and a half rounds. Oh, you know what? I didn't see that. Actually, I'll take that, yeah. That's a crazy line, bro. Like, so over the, one and a half the, for the, 135, I'll take that. People just assuming Mackenzie Darren is going to jump on her and kill her? Like, she wins, like, a lot of... Well, that's possible. He goes to decision a lot. Yeah, but I'm just saying... Um, Mackenzie Dern goes to decision a lot. Yeah. So I, yeah, exactly. This is not like minus one thirty-five on the over one and a half, not not two and a half. Over one and a half. Yeah. Like I'm on the over all fucking day, bro. That's a good price. Oh yeah, you know what? I forgot. I love over, so yeah, I'll take that. I wouldn't put too much on it, but um, I, I'll definitely. Two girls, uh, dude. Cypress, has gone Cypress over... isn't a slouch. Like she's okay. Two, she's decent three, four, for girls. Five. So five out of eight fights of Derns have gone over. Yeah. Why not? And look at Cypher. Like, Cypher's a... She goes to the decision a lot, too. Like, she's gotten finished a few times, yeah. but but it's not like... She's not, like, getting subbed all over the place. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't mind that playing at all. That's, over yeah. one and a half. That's interesting. That's a fucking weird line. Yeah. Fight starts round two. Negative 205. Eh, that's not too, that's, that's, I'll take the over one and a half. Yeah. Take my chance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same, same. Um... Or ciphers by decision plus five seventy. <laughs> That's a good line too because she's probably not gonna you know, finish like, her, right? Yeah. What if like Mackenzie like started butt scooting or some shit like that? <laughs> I don't know. It, either way, they're both not really that good. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver. Uh, this is a lightweight bout. Uh, Roosevelt is a huge favorite, negative three fifty, and a comeback on. Weaver is plus two ninety. Um, I like Roberts here. I think he's a really good prospect. Um, I don't like Weaver. I've never liked Weaver, and I don't know why. In the last fight, everybody was on Weaver at like a really huge juiced out price. I mean, he ended up winning, I guess, but he was juiced like out at like three hundred. Yeah, he was losing the fight too. I, I don't see anything good about Weaver. Like, what what what's he good at? I don't even know. Like, for some reason, everybody was hyping him up, you know, and people were talking about him. I don't know what it was. Guy, yeah. he's, I don't even think I do not think he's juicy double. Like he has a split decision win over over Crazy Horse. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, he also he fought. A, then, he also fought like Joe Riggs, dude. He fought Joe fucking Riggs, like a thousand year old Riggs. Yeah, and the guy like ages like three times faster than the normal human. You know? <laughs> really? And then and, and even before the Crazy Horse fight, he, um, he goes to a split decision against a guy named Wesley Golden. And that Wesley Golden guy is eight and fifteen. Oh, wow! Like, come on now, like, what is this, you know? Okay. And I, and yeah, I don't think this guy is UFC level. And in the show, they fought that Mexican dude, and you know he was getting his leg chopped up. He, he looked super duper slow. He was like galloping like a horse. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, this, yeah, we, I don't like Weaver, and and I guess the line kind of reflects that. I guess everybody kind of like woke up and was like, hey, wait a minute, this guy sucks. <laughs> well, I don't want. Yeah, it's kind of mean to, to say that about somebody, but. He's not. He's, he's just not UFC level in my opinion, yeah. and he's probably a nice guy too. I, I don't mean to like uh, rag on him like that, but um, yeah, the odds are freaking out of hand though. Like three fifty. Come on now, like Roberts, good prospect, but like Jesus Christ, three fifty. Somebody's like look at, getting a little too heavy on on the on the prices. Look you know? at uh, look at Brock Weaver's round one, round two finish prices, and Brock Weaver's sub prices. They're crazy, bro. Like Weaver in, in Wait, round who? one is plus three hundred and twenty-five. Weaver in round two is plus sixteen fifty. Plus sixteen fifty. And his subline is plus sixteen thirty. Like, these lines are incredible. Like I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like Roberts is great. Like he's probably gonna win, but those prices are insane, dude. Yeah. So I've already bet those. I don't, I don't... I don't think the price is going to convince me to take Weaver no. <laughs> either way. No, I... no, because I actually think Roberts is actually a pretty good fighter. He right? is. I, I've seen enough from he's him to, to know that um he's got he's got something. Um, the only thing I the that Roberts probably needs right now is just cage time. I feel like he needs needs some like some more experience in cage. Um, you know, kind of. Um, he also isn't like the most buffest dude in the division. Like he probably needs to pack on a little bit of muscle, maybe some. 
hire like a strength conditioning conditioning coach or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he might get a little bit better, but he, he's he's got a lot of really good fundamental tools. Like I I see I see what he's doing here, and um, like he's he's fought some softballs in his. In, I think Brock is a softball here. If I mention it, but uh, you know, Roberts he's fought uh, what is it, Horcher and um, Yakovlev in in. And uh, yeah, just, just he he knows how to fight against softballs. Like he he he's got the right type of footwork. He's got the right ideas. He's throwing you know right um the right side kicks you know to the body to the head you know low kicks. He's uh he knows how to line up that right hand. He's uh got a decent enough jab. He's he's moving his head the right way. And you know again like he's he's, he's doing all the right things. Like he he looks like he has um good softball uh, uh sparring partners th- that he's practicing on. And um yeah, he looks really good to me. Um, he's got some decent wrestling even for a guy. Who um who doesn't have a wrestling background? He doesn't even have any combat wrestling. Uh, he don't have any combat uh, background at all. But he looks like he's pretty well rounded in, in most areas. And uh you know his grappling is pretty good. And um I, I see him being the better uh, wrestler. I see him being better the better grappler. And I see him being the better striker here. So I actually expect him to finish this fight. Actually, I I I, I took his finish line at plus two fifty, um all the way down to um. I think it's all the way down to 170 now at this point. But I took him at 250, and I took him again at 210. And, uh, yeah, I, I see him getting Brock down. I, I see him outstriking him, getting Brock down, and, you know, get, st- giving him a steady diet of elbows until Brock gives up a neck and him snatching a neck up or getting a t- the TKO here. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Roosevelt Roberts. He's got a mean fucking guillotine. Imagine if um, imagine if uh, uh, Cody McKenzie... Uh, Ashley was athletic and a good fighter. That's that's what Roosevelt Roberts would be, you know. <laughs> right. I hear you, man. So um, yeah, this, dude, he's freaking like the his, his subtleness of of how he snatches these guillotines. Like, dude, this this guy's got a fucking leverage. Like, I think in that Horcher fight, he had him like on the fucking fence, like like like, like suspended in the air. Yeah. That was fucking sick, you know. Those those guillotines, those guillotines he, on the fence, where they just have the person lifted up in the air, are nasty. That's just scary. Man, yeah. So nasty. Yeah, that's fucking nasty. Yeah, and this guy is fucking. He's, he's he knows what he's doing when when he when it comes to the neck. Like a guy with a guillotine that that that, that dangerous where he can catch it standing. That that that's a finishing move. Like that's a really good like tool bag, a tool to have in your bag. And um, like how he caught what's his face, how he caught uh Horcher was uh you know Horcher had him pressed against the fence and he was like um. He was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is uh, uh, fuck, I'm, I don't know why I'm forgetting things today. Uh, he uh, you know, I had his elbow out. Fuck, I don't even know what the word for that is. He had his elbow out, and then um, and then uh, you know, Horcher kind of stuck his head where it didn't belong, and he snatched up a neck, and you know, from there. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not very articulate today for some reason, but um, yeah, man, this he he's got a, he's got a good game, and and the times that he's lost was because you know he got out hustled and and, and taken down. By uh, you know Vince Pichel, who's you know a veteran at this point, and and you know he's he's seen some shit himself, and um, I I expect the uh, Roosevelt to kind of close some of those gaps. Um, you know he know he knows the type of things that he, he needs to close up for his game to you know flow. So yeah, I, I'm pretty high on Roosevelt. Um, I just don't like the price, his money line price. So um, yeah, I'm on the I'm on him by finish, and I'm pretty confident in it. Yeah, I was one of the people I was high on Weaver on his last fight. And that I just got out by the skin of my teeth, like he was getting his ass kicked in there. So <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, now and then I watched some tape. I watched a bit of tape on Roberts, and I agree with everything you said. Like I just, I just like him. Like he's tall, he's fucking athletic, he's aggressive. Like he, right from the opening bell, like in the contender series, like he just went after it. And I, yeah, I like him. Like he, and he seems like you said he's good everywhere. Like he's comfortable in the clinch. Then he goes striking. Like I just think he's dangerous. I think Weaver is, he's kind of like, he has the right heart for it. But like, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of stationary and he seems a bit slow. So I think, I think, um, I think Roberts is going to out-athlete him. And yeah, I I agree. I think, I think Roberts is going to find the finish. Like maybe round two, round three, like once, once Weaver gets tired. Weaver doesn't look look like the type of guy that's going to try and like um, fight a smart game plan to where like he's going to, you know, be smart with it, try to wrestle. And even if he tried to wrestle, I don't think he's going to be the better wrestler anyways, but he's, he's going to oblige in, in, in a firefight, you know? Yeah. So, more the reason the fight could possibly finish. So, yeah. Uh, that's actually my most confident pick of the night is uh, uh, Robert. So, can I mention parlays as well? 
All right, uh, next fight we have Billy Quarantino versus Spike Carlisle. Quarantino uh, is negative um, one thirty-five, and the comeback on Spike Carlisle is plus one fifteen. Um, I don't, I didn't know too much about either guy before. Like, I, I've seen their contender series fights and maybe some recent fights, but uh, I like Quarantino. He's he's a pretty solid fighter. I can see him like hanging in the UFC just because he's um. He's got some good cardio. He's a very uh, aggressive guy. He likes to move forward. He's um, he's got some good boxing skills. He's not very sloppy. He, he comes in. He's he's there to be hit though, you know. Like because he's always moving forward and pressuring forward. Like he's his and his his defense isn't quite all the way there yet. But I, I think it's you know his defense is kind of his offense where he just likes to push forward and move. And um, I think he's a black belt as well, from what I understand. Um, so he's pretty decent everywhere. He kind of reminds me of um, uh, what's that dude's name? Man. Today, what's wrong with me today? He reminds me of that dude who, um, yeah, I'm not gonna remember his name at this point, but good fighter though. I, I, I like him, and uh, I'm actually gonna pick him here. Uh, I'm not too high on it just because I, I still don't know too much about either guy, but I think he's gonna win. Spike Carlisle is a weird, weird dude, he's kind of a funny guy. They call him the Alpha Ginger, but um, he, he looks pretty fucking built. Like the guy, he's got some physical strength to him, and um. Actually, despite being held at 150, so it's not at 145, it's 150. So I'm, I'm, I think I read somewhere where uh, Spike is, he, he had, he's having a hard time with his cut. So Who, I guess who's having a hard time with the cut? Being at 150, Spike oh, Carlisle. Okay. Yeah, because look at him, like dude, dude's pretty buff, man. He's fucking yeah. Dumb. Like this, this is a, a, a fucking buff ginger. So yeah, but he's he's physically strong. He, he's got some like like some weird strength, like some weird power, where like he can kind of generate, you know power at a very short distance like like how he did with the, his last fight he kind of backhanded that dude or like, like a back elbow this dude and and put him out you know um so this guy's got some weird power he um and he's 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 um uh he's, he's, he looks physically strong but like other than that like I, I don't like i don't think he's that good of a fighter like he's he doesn't look like he holds guys down very well when when it comes to the grappling um and his striking doesn't look that great either. His footwork doesn't look that great. He's just a guy who's uh, kind of dangerous. And, uh, you know, if you, you kind of sleep on him, he could actually put you to sleep. So um, I, I like uh, I like Corintillo's, uh, uh game a lot better. So I'm expecting Corintillo to, um, you know, put it on him. And uh, both guys are it's – it's a small cage. The both guys like to move forward. So um, I, I, I see Corintillo uh, getting off some good shots off of this dude and uh, – Maybe putting him away. I don't know, you know, but uh, I, I'm on, I'm on, uh, yeah, Billy here. Word. I like, I like Spark, Spike Carlisle. But he's a funny I guy. I should say I like him. <laughs> I like dude. him. I think he's a dark horse. Like, cause I was watching tape on the previous fight, like Elon Cruz versus Spike Carlisle. And I was all on Elon Cruz. Like I had bet him big and Spike Carlisle, like he just runs in there. He, he's a beast. He's just a fucking beast. I think his ceiling is not very high. But like what he does is very effective, super aggressive, and he grabs people and he punches them and he takes them down. Like he just turns it into a dog fight, and he's very aggressive with the takedowns. So I I feel like Spike Carlisle, like yeah, he's just that guy that you think oh he's not that good, but then he he just runs in there like like a Tasmanian devil and wins. So I I like him to win. Um, I think if it get if it goes over like one and a half, then I think Quarantillo can probably take over. You know, I think he's the overall probably better athlete, better fighter. But like, I think Carlisle's so athletic and so just physical. Like, um, I, I, fa- I definitely favor him early, and I probably favor him overall to find a way to win. Okay. But I agree, it's kind of okay. weird. Like, he's a weird fighter. Yeah, he's a uh, very strange guy. Uh, seems like a funny dude, though. But um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like Quarantino, Quarantino's game, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with him. So I'm actually I'm actually gonna put a bet on him. So uh, not not yet, but because I see that the lines are getting uh, shrinker shrinking closer to evens, so I'm gonna wait a little bit. But um, if if, if I can get Billy uh, Q at an even, um, I'm gonna put it like maybe a half size bet on that, like a half unit size action bet. Word, man. Not some I uh, would recommend to like a friend or something like that, but yeah, I'll play it for, for my uh, own liking, for my own action. So, uh, pretty good fight though. I like it. Um, okay, heavyweight fight. This is the co-main event. We have Blagoj Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai. 
Um, the odds are practically even. Um, I like both guys. You know, Lagoy is a tough son of a bitch. He's one of the toughest motherfuckers in the game. You know, we got, we know the story. He, he got stabbed at a bar fight one time and, and came back like a year later from the fight. Like, you know, and Sakai is a pretty good pretty good heavyweight. Like he, he shows he shows a pretty good game. Like he's got some good Muay Thai. He's got some good leg kicks. Um for a fat dude, he, he looks pretty athletic for you know, he's kind of uh, uh, you know, he's a low key kind of athletic and um this is a good fight and I, I you know, for for a heavyweight fight, you know, you don't tend to see um heavyweight fights uh having juiced overs very often, but this one is kind of juiced. It's negative one seventy five for the over, which I expect to hit, but just you know I expected it to hit, so I mean, I, I'm playing. I'm playing that, but I don't like, you know, playing juiced uh, overs for heavyweights. I usually like to, you know, play overs for heavyweights that are, uh, you know, closer to evens or you know, better odds than that. But I do expect that to hit, and this this is another fight that's going to be a really close one. And you know, even off, um, you know, really good southpaw. He's got a really good uh, check right hook. You know, he lands that pretty often, and um, you know, he 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 has good head movement as well. And again, like he's a really tough son of a bitch. He's He's got he's, he might have the wrestling advantage here. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, Sakai, like I said, he's a really good Muay Thai fighter. Um, he knocked out Taibura in that in that last one, which uh, was pretty pretty impressive because Taibura, you know, is generally pretty tough. So, um, but again, like 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 in heavyweight fight, like actually that Taibura fight, I actually took the um, I didn't pick a side, but I did take the over on that fight, and you know Sakai knocked him out. I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> you know, like every now and then, you know, every now and then, yeah, like heavyweights who are you know they, they they show tough shins that they get cracked every now and then because it's fucking heavyweight you know yeah and th- that's why I, I like i said like I, I definitely think this fight's gonna go over but like to pay you know negative 175 bucks to win 100 on a heavyweight fight in general is like it's like out of principle that's kind of a no-no you know yeah i agree yeah so um this fight i don't know who i don't know who i'm gonna pick in this fight so um probably when it comes around i, I might you know play it over or something but I, i'm it's it's not something I would recommend. Yeah, the overprice is like pretty fucking sharp from the bookies. Like they they made it yeah. minus seventy five on a heavyweight fight. Like mm-hmm. like honestly, like that's a great line. Like I mean, they priced it right because Sakai. Neither of these guys are like real bangers. They're like kind of very careful guys that find ways to win decisions. So it's a sharp line they made, which sucks for us. Uh, yeah. I, I probably favor yeah, Sakai. Yeah. Like, I just think he's a little bit better. But, uh, man, this is close. It, it reminds me of one of those first few fights we broke down when you were like, it's up to the judges. Like, I feel like this is going to be close. And even if your guy wins, you know, or you think he wins, who knows what the judges are going to say. So that, that's probably what's going to happen here. It's going to be sloppy and close. Both these guys are – dude, Sakai's record is insane. Like, when you look at his record, he his only loss is a split decision to check Congo. So he's almost yeah. like fifteen and zero, which is pretty impressive for like any heavyweight to be undefeated. So like, that's a great, that's yeah, a really he's good. He's twenty. He's twenty nine. Yeah, young heavyweight. And if you really think about it too, the goal even off is only thirty three as well. So like by heavyweight terms, that's actually he's, he's still pretty. Yeah, good if you look at his losses, they're only to like Volkov, JDS, and Derek Lewis. So like pretty good guys, right? Like those were his only losses. So th- these are both like. I think this is an interesting. It's a, it's a very meaningful fight for the division. Like it's maybe not that exciting yeah, or whatever, but like those guys are both very strong heavyweights. Like as far as their careers, so it's, it'll be interesting to see who wins. My prediction is like yeah, a sloppy decision, and it's like nobody knows who wins, and then the, the judges give it to Sakai. That's my guess. Yeah. Either way, yeah, it should be a close tough fight. Both guys are evenly matched, so um, really hard to choose on that one. But yeah. All right, main event. We got Gilbert Burns versus former uh, former uh, welterweight champ Tyrone Woodley. Um, Woodley is negative one eighty five, and the comeback on Burns uh, is plus one sixty. Um, Woodley has been in and out of the fight game, and also in and out of love. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm I'm about to I'm gonna splice in that freaking uh I'm gonna splice in that that is his song in the middle of this. Uh, <laughs> play, I'm gonna play gonna play in the background. That's fucking. I'm gonna all right for for the rest of the, this breakdown. I'm gonna um 
Yeah, I'm gonna put his. Uh, I'm gonna put that song in the background while while we break this fight down. <laughs> um, so the chosen one, Tyrone Woodley. Um, we know who he is. You know, Woodley is. Um, he's he's got that uh, right. He's got a, a fucking piston for a right hand. You know. And um, he fucking uh yeah, like he's very accurate with that right hand. He's uh he's got a ton of power. We know this already, and you know he he could he could launch. He can launch that right hand like in in a really short space, and uh, that's pretty much all he all he is today these days. Like he's got, I mean, we we know him as a wrestler, and back in the day, back in Strikeforce, he used to kind of wrestle guys and hold them down. But yeah. at this point in his career, like he doesn't want to wrestle anymore because like it, it's it's a waste of his energy. You know, he's he, not known for a guy who has, you know, great output or like. I mean, he has okay cardio. I guess a lot of people kind of shit on him and his cardio, but. He's he's a guy who paces himself, but I I, I can't imagine I, I wouldn't call him a great cardio guy, but um, how they match up like I, I can definitely see Woodley dropping Gilbert Burns. I don't know if he's gonna put him out. He could put him out, but I know at at some point in this fight he will drop Gilbert Burns at least once. Yeah. Um, but who wins this fight? I don't know. I mean, like like on paper, I think Tyron Woodley has the skill set to beat him, but like he's thirty eight now. He's um. Like I said, he's been in and out of the game, in and out of love. I don't know where his head's at. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's been fucking, you know, dude's been on TMZ or on on Twitter talking about like calling everybody corny and shit. Like when he's like the corniest motherfucker in the game. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, he's weird. Like, I, I can't root for this guy. Like, he's always complaining about something. You know, like, oh, it's because I'm black. You know, like that 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 type of shit. Like, come on, man. Like. I complains too much, and I, I don't. I don't like his. I don't like him. I don't. I don't. I don't like rooting for him. Man. Yeah, I think. I think um, everybody I, feels the same way, man. Like Woodley is so yeah, hard to so like. Dude. Like I kind of want to like him, but he's annoying, dude. Yeah, he's fucking annoying, man. He and he got a he got fucking butt raped by fucking Kamara Usman in that in that five round fight, and then now he's always always over here talking about like oh five rounds, I'm gonna take my drown Gilbert Burns in a five round fight and shit. Like boy, if you don't knock that off, like you know he's not even a five round fighter, so he's. If if Tyrone Willie like at some point you know Willie's gonna land that right hand like I said and um, you know I don't know what and then other than that like he doesn't throw much else he doesn't throw much what is left he doesn't he's got some decent like you know low kicks but that's all he has you know he's I don't know you know uh, Gilbert Burns we know he's a jiu-jitsu black belt um, he's kind of improving but he's still kind of the same guy sort of you know he's he's a um, He's a fucking Henry Hoof fighter. You know how I feel about Henry Hoof fighters. <laughs> like they, they have terrible game plans. They they brain fight all the damn time, and I can see him brain fighting in this fight too. But you know Burns, he's he's been looking good. He's 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 on a five fight win streak. Um, I can't imagine Woodley wanting to take this fight to the ground. That here's a here's an interesting dynamic. Like, you know, like even though Tyrone Woodley doesn't take people down, the you know the threat of him. His takedown is still always on the back of people's minds, like you know when like with Darren Till or you know certain strikers and things like that. And so you know, like he 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 does a really good fake, like he he he's got this little stutter step. Where, I don't, it's not it's not not a stutter step, but he's got this, he's got some footwork to where like you know it looks like he's gonna shoot a powerful shot. And you know Robbie Lauder kind of had his hand down for just a quick millisecond, and he just lands that right hand, you know. So you know the threat of his takedown is still there, but I can't imagine Gilbert Burns like. Being mad about that, like if if Willie takes him down, like that's Gilbert Burns' world, and what what the dynamics of that, how it changes is, you know, Gilbert Burns could kind of really flow with his striking and and really commit to certain shots that he wants to throw and and really like follow his own timing, you know, because you know, like for instance, like here's an example, like if if Darren Till were to fight, you know, Woodley, you know, and if Darren Till kind of over overextends, like he knows that you know Woodley can duck under and, and take him to the ground, so. You know that kind of on the back of Willie, of, you know, Darren Till's mind, he, you know, he definitely doesn't want to overcommit to something that he doesn't want to overcommit to. But with Burns, that's not the case here. Like if if Willie takes him down, he's gonna say thank you. So, um, you know, who knows? Um, I can't imagine that. And then I, I don't think Gilbert Burns has the wrestling to take Willie down either. No, no, never. So, yeah, this is a it, it's 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 a very interesting matchup. I'm very intrigued by this fight, and um. You know, and then that leaves the clinch. Like, you know, Woodley loves loves to back himself into the fence. You know, and and then launch that right hand. But you know, who's 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 better in the clinch? I don't know. Like, I don't think Gilbert Burns is that great in the clinch either, and can really actually replicate what Kamara Usman did. You know, who who's also his training partner. So, um, I I don't know who's gonna win this fight. Um, my head says you know Woodley's probably gonna win this fight just because 
Gilbert Burns' defense and his his brain farts is probably gonna you know get him you know clapped out by a right hand. But um, and then you know also Burns' defense is like you know he just covers up you know it's a high guard, so I can see you know Willie landing that that shot right in between his guard or something. But um, if Willie can't put him out, like man, I can see Burns actually you know um, kind of chipping away and and and, and being dangerous and finding uh, you know a shot that's gonna hurt. Willie somewhere or something and make him do something you know out of character so uh yeah for as for underdog odds I wouldn't mind putting a little bit of money on uh, Gilbert Burns but I, I probably won't do it until the fight actually comes up and if, if, if my night's going well I might throw a little bit of change on Gil- Gilbert but um other than that I, I, I'm staying away from a 38 year old uh Tyron Woodley at a at, at, ne- at a negative 185 yeah 38 old huh yeah for, for a guy who relies on his athleticism I, I, athleticism a lot as well like you know like that's really the first thing to go so you never know what shape yeah it's like when did when did tyron woodley become old like that was never a part of the conversation and now he's fucking 38 you know wow age-wise he's old but who knows i don't know how how his um his body's i mean we haven't he hasn't shown it yet that his body is is, you know breaking down on him he still looks buff he looks like he's in great shape so i'm not saying that he's old as in like you know fighter age but yeah you know 38 years old it's not you know he's that's usually around the time where MMA guys start to kind of, you know, trend downward. Yeah. So historically, that's usually what happens. So I'm, I'm, I can't, you know, I, I can't bet on him. So. Yeah, I just hope Woodley fights in this fight because sometimes, like, like I'm just remembering the Stephen, the the, 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 um, the fight with what's his name, Stephen Thompson, where it's just a lot of staring. Like, I just hope they fight. You know, I don't want to see a staring contest. I think. Tyron Woodley, if he engages, obviously he's dangerous. So, so I hope they both fight, and it's not just boring. And you know, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a boring fight. Like I think you're gonna get your wish because you know Henry Hu fighters, they don't fight boring. They're blood and guts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Burns will probably start striking or open it up a bit, which will you know then it'll open it up. Like yeah, I agree. I don't think Burns is gonna watch. He's, he's just gonna stand there. So it's gonna be an interesting fight. I think it's hard to pick. I agree with everything you said, and I think. You know, I'm, I'm kind of favoring Woodley. Like, I'm like, okay, he's a champ. He's fought like a lot more high level fights. He's probably smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of favor him, but yeah, you don't want to sleep on Burns. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Like again, like I, I, like I, if you were, if I were to pick, I'm, I'm picking Woodley to win. But if I were to bet on it, I'm not gonna bet on it. Actually, I can see Burns actually coming out the winner here as well. Like if the, I don't know, you know. I, yeah, um, but I do. I I can see. Uh, like, I, I want to say that I, I feel like in this fight, Gilbert Burns is gonna get dropped at least once. <laughs> Which is like scary because Gilbert hits him real hard, man. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get dropped at least once here. So that's 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 my guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, as far as, do you see any props on this on this entire card that that you like at all? Like any anything you're staring at or like it all. I, I like, like those Weaver I like those Weaver round by round props. I know you don't think he's gonna win, but I think those props are insane. Like plus thirteen hundred, mm-hmm. plus sixteen hundred. Look at Weaver's round by round props, sub prop. Um let me go back to the let me go back to the card and see what the whole lineup here. Yeah, I like Kenny by decision. Um I like Roy Val to win. I'm not in love with the price, but I do think uh, things can happen. Yeah. yeah. I like I think Jamal Hill's gonna win a decision. Okay. Yeah, those are probably the main ones. Yeah, my my favorite prop is actually Roosevelt Roberts by finish. So that's that's gonna be my my prop of the. Yeah, the I like here. the over on on the uh, Cyphers Dern fight. I like the over price on that. That's a really good price. That that's that's something to look for. Yeah, exactly. Um, I might even look at Billy Corntino uh by knockout at plus four hundred, which is at plus three fifty right now. So never mind on that one. I would rather take Corinthio inside the distance rather than uh, get greedy with that down here. But or like uh, I'm actually considering Billy Corintino, um third round finish. I can see them like going after each other, and then uh, and that that price is um, plus one thousand one hundred fifty. So I throw a couple bucks on that. You know, uh, no, it never hurts, man. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. You know what, too? Just just out of principle, because, you know, I have a couple of principles that I like to go by. I always look for overs in, on any card. On any on every card, I always look to play overs or, or, or try to parlay a couple of decision lines together because 
I mean, that's it's it's got brought me a lot of success, and I always do it on every card, even though I feel like, oh no, this is not gonna fight. This fight's gonna finish. This is gonna go to decision, but it always ends up happening. Yeah, I I think long long term success is betting over. I agree totally. I'm just gonna say yeah. that right now. So, um, just a line that I'm kind of looking at right now is a uh, Brennan Roy Val by decision at plus four fifty four. Out of principle, when it comes to flyweights, flyweights tend to go to decision very often because they're flyweights, obviously, yeah. right? And you give me a flyweight at plus 450 where they're both going to roll around on the ground like crazy, you know, like squirrels. Like yeah, yeah. Plus 450, I'm going to take that. I'm definitely going to take that decision line. Even though, you know, Roy, Roy Val's style doesn't really lend him to win decisions just because he's on his back very often. But I'm going to take it anyway without a principle. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good yeah. bet. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, let's see, any other lines? Uh, yeah. As far as decision goes, that's kind of what I'm... Yeah, I'm not too high in this card, to be honest. Yeah, there's no spots that I really I, want to unload on. Yeah, like I, I have some confidence in some, some, uh, some lines, but the price is, is not, it's not something I'm, I don't like. You know, like, like I think Chris Gutierrez and Vince Morales goes over. I'm confident in that. I think Casey Kenny and Smoke is gonna go over. I'm very confident in that. I think Casey Kenny will win a decision. I'm very confident. I'm, I'm well, some, somewhat more conf- confident in that. Like I know those are gonna happen, but. Those prices are wild, like negative three hundred and shit and up. Like I'm not gonna fuck yeah, with yeah. Roosevelt Roberts. Like I'm pretty confident he wins, but a negative, you know, he was at some point negative two seventy all the way up to three fifty. Like I'm not yeah, gonna that. That's yeah, crazy. I agree. The lines are a little crazy juiced. Yeah, and then like originally I was really confident, like okay, Augusto Sakai over and off, over. I know I'm I'm going to end up playing that, but when the odds actually drop at that price, I'm like ah, I'm not, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. totally. Yeah, so. uh you know, I got some confident picks, but the price the price ain't right. So that that's the name of the game, and you know, I'm not here to pick winners. I'm here to, to play the to play the numbers and, and and win me money. So, yep, that's that's the that's the card. Right on. Yeah, yeah, we got actually have a we have a couple of uh, cards coming up too. It's gonna be some consecutive uh, weeks of uh, fights after going on a two week break. So, um, and and and, uh, and all of the odds have been dropping on the next three cards. So, um, I'm actually gonna combine some. Well, actually, I already did it, but I combined uh, a uh, Roosevelt Roberts, um, Casey Kenny, and over for Chris Gutierrez with some some picks on the next event already. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I actually have a, a like a little wild parlay that I am I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited about. So, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, next week, next week. Uh, uh, there's actually some picks that I actually like as well. That's in the 100s, so um, stay tuned for that one. I'll uh, I'll break that down next time. Right on. All right, man. Uh, good luck on the weekend, and uh, whoever's listening, good luck on that as well. And um, shit, let's 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 knock these out the park and uh, let's get the first card of uh, mini this week. All right.